0: we must do and what we should do in God's name and so without further ado the next voice you will hear is that of the national representative of the honorable Elijah Muhammad Minister Louis Farrakhan. of Allah the Beneficent, the Merciful, the one God to whom all praise is due, the Lord of the worlds, the great God who was to come and indeed has come to seek and to save that which was lost. And if we search the pages of scripture and the pages of history, we will not be able to find any person or persons more fitting that description of the lost sheep or the lost people than the black man and woman of America and the Western Hemisphere. We thank Almighty God for finding us who were lost and for having mercy upon us after our 400 year sojourn in a strange land among strange people. Um, and we thank him and we are forever in his debt for giving us from our midst, from our brethren as it was prophesied, a man like unto Moses, for surely we would need someone like Moses not to integrate us with the wicked, Hmm. but to lead us out from the wicked into a land that was promised to us through Abraham. We thank Almighty God for his abundant loving kindness to us for searching among our ranks to find one worthy to deliver a message that would deliver us the bible closes saying behold before that great and dreadful day of the lord i will send you elijah the prophet And he will turn the hearts of the children to their fathers, and the father's hearts to the children, lest I come and smite the earth with a curse. Uh And disciples said to Jesus, Why must Elijah first come? Uh And Jesus answered unto them, saying, Verily, verily, I say unto you, it is true that Elijah must first come and restore all things hmm. but Elijah has indeed come hmm. and you have done unto him all of the things that have been listed all of the things that have been prophesied hmm. in the name of Allah and in the name of his servant Elijah Muhammad and in the name of all of the prophets of Almighty God I greet you this morning Ward AME family, your beloved and esteemed pastor Frank Reed, members of the choir, deacons, church mothers, fathers, visitors, and friends, with the greeting words of peace as Jesus spoke them in the Arabic language, Assalamu alaikum which means peace be unto you all dear brother and pastor Reed and distinguished members of the clergy who are present members of this great church dedicated to the worship of Christ brothers and sisters I'm so greatly honored and happy to be here with you this morning. We're happy to have you. So many people might wonder and ask, why would you be happy as a Muslim in a Christian church? Teacher. Say it, say it, preacher. All right. tell us. I am happy in any house where God's name is remembered. I have been a Muslim now for nearly 29 years. Mm. And I recently was invited back to the church that I grew up in in Boston, Massachusetts, Mm. St. Cyprian's Episcopal Church, Mm. where I sang in the choir and Mm. carried the cross and Mm. when i was escorted to the pulpit that i used to sit as a child in the row right in front of the pulpit and listen to the pastor speak and they sang a hymn "O master let me walk with thee a flood of memories came back to my remembrance And before I could speak, the tears fell from my eyes. I looked around and I saw many of the old members of that church who used to robe me in the choir room. And many had gone on and passed from this life. And there in that pulpit, at that moment, as the tears rolled down my eyes, I understood that I had left the church in search of Almighty God. Hmm. And that many of those who knew me from a child Mm -hmm. thought that when I became a Muslim I had forgotten Jesus. And that I had forgotten my confirmation in the church and my baptism in the church. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. And I told them I went on a journey to find him uh. whom the church had taught me of. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And when I found him, I knew that it was my duty <laughs> to come back home well, am I... to that same structure that nursed me in my young days in faith. Uh-huh. And I knew then and I know now that my duty is not necessarily to stay in mosques hmm. or temples where Allah's name is remembered. Well, But my duty is to come to the church house huh. la, la. where people earnestly and truly seek Almighty God and seek Jesus the Christ. Uh-huh. Oh, and my duty is to let them know that I have found the man that you seek. I am honored to be here. Oh, sir. And I pray to Almighty God that he will bless the words of my mouth this morning oh,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: and bless your ears and your hearts. Those of you who are Muslim and those of you who are Christian, and those from the East and those from the West, I want you to listen by Allah's help. Listen well to the pastors who are present of different denominations of Christianity. I implore you to listen. For I want it to start the new year in church. Well. Oh, Muslims, don't misunderstand. <laughs> Go ahead, preacher. I wanted to deliver a message for men and women of the church hmm. and men and women of religion and of God. All right, all right. But I wanted to deliver it from a church and not from a temple. Huh. And I pray that Almighty God will bring out of me what I have in my heart this morning he will. for the church uh-huh. and for black people huh. who worship in the church. Huh. I chose this morning to speak from the Bible though the book of scripture of the muslims is the quran Hmm. but no true muslim will not respect the word of god wherever that word is found so though the muslim cherishes the quran Mm -hmm. he respects the truth that is found in the torah He respects the truth that is found in the Injil or the Good News or the Bushra that was brought by Jesus. And he respects the word that any righteous prophet or servant of God brought anywhere in the earth. But today, since I'm in the church, I want to talk from the Bible. the Quran and the scriptures of the Quran, Uh for the truth of one verifies the truth of the other. I am in love with the church, and I shall never be separated from the church. I shall be found in the church. In all of the churches that will open their doors to me for any house that has the name Christ on it, I feel that I belong there. All right. All right, all right, let's see it. You say, where's that man going? If you pardon this slang expression, hang out with me for a while. subject today is the need for discipline. There is a need. There is a need in the church for discipline. There is a need in our homes for discipline. There is a need in the mosque and in the synagogues for discipline. This is a world that. Fears discipline. Right. Huh. This is a world that does not understand that to be disciplined is to have your life ordered by principle. Huh. <laughs> there is a need for discipline. Right. Yes, sir. Right. This subject that I have chosen, I would like to take from the 12th chapter of Romans. Starting with verse 1, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, Holy. acceptable unto God. which is your reasonable service. I don't just want your tithes. I don't just want your praise. For many that praise me with their lips are not with me in their hearts. Many that honor me with their tithes, honor me to be seen of men. But indeed, they are hypocrites. I don't want just that. They used to have a poster with Uncle Sam on it, pointing to the youth, saying, "I want you." Right, right, right. But the word of Almighty God says to us that God wants more than your 10%. He wants more than your praise. He wants more than your honor. He wants your body. Right. Why? Right. Why does he want your body? Is God a body snatcher? Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Come on, Mother. Come on, Mother. All right. Let's get it. God, No, beloved, he's not a body snatcher, but he wants your body, that he may inhabit your body, Uh that your body may be a temple of the living God, that not this house of stone Uh or mortar and brick Uh be consecrated and dedicated and committed to his worship but that this body sacrificing itself, the urges of the flesh, the lusts of the body, Uh sacrifice this body that God may inhabit it so that his eyes will become our eyes and his ears will become our ears Uh and this tongue will become an instrument of his word Uh and our hands may do his work and Uh our feet may walk in his path, yes. this is a reasonable service. Yes.
1: It's all
0: right. You know, pardon me, I'm gonna take a little time. This it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. So, in the genesis of the Bible, God made Adam, and Adam had two sons, Cain and Abel. That's right. mm-hmm. And they both made a sacrifice for God, and God did not accept Cain's offering. All right. God accepted Abel's offering. Uh-huh. Cain offered corn from the ground, huh. but Abel offered the life of a sheep. Well, this sacrifice, this offering that was accepted to God was a sign, huh, that in the beginning of every new development, huh, God demands an offering. Well, if we want freedom to make a new beginning, God demands an offering that is acceptable. Don't bring me the corn from the ground, bring me life, not the life of a sheep that Abel brought but I want you to bring me an offering such as what Abraham brought. Abraham was asked to go up on the mountain and sacrifice the life of his son. (whistles) Abraham must have been sorely tried in that moment Uh for he waited for that child. His wife couldn't give him a child, she was barren. But the Lord visited Abraham and told him that Sarah would conceive, and she was up in age, and she didn't believe it. But Abraham went into Hagar, her handmaiden, and gave her a child. And God told Abraham, go on up on the mountain and sacrifice it. Right. You see, God tests you not by what you dislike. God tests you by the things that you love. And if anything in this world that you love, you love more than God, then you're not worthy of him. Now look. This runs all the way through the Bible. And to my dear beloved Muslim brothers, it runs all the way through the Holy Quran. You can't tell me you love Allah, but you love money more than prayer. You love the things of the world more than serving Allah's will. I'm not talking about a ritual prayer service that you make when you bend and you bow and you prostrate before Allah. But you refuse to submit your will to carry out the will of Almighty God. If the Muslim world and the Christian world had submitted their will to carry out the will of God, then there would not be a need For a judgment. But it is because hypocrites live in the world of religion. It is because hypocrites. Of faith, huh. but are unwilling to sacrifice anything of their lives to bring about the fruition of God's will. Come on, minister. Come on. Come on, Do you love your son, Abraham? Huh. He said, Yes, I love him. Yeah. Take him up on the mountain huh. yeah. and sacrifice him for me. Right. Yeah. In the old traditions of Islam, right. It says Satan met Ishmael. Uh, Though the Bible calls the sacrificed one Isaac, uh, the Quran refers to him under the name Ishmael. uh, But whether it's Isaac or Ishmael, we're not talking about a name, we're talking about a principle. Yes, sir. Mm, 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 mm. As Abraham was getting ready to take his son up, Satan met Ishmael and said, boy, you know what your daddy wants to do? Huh? He said he told you he was going to sacrifice a lamb or a sheep to God. Mm -hmm. But boy, it's you. (laughs) I wouldn't go up on the mountain with him if I were you. Mm But not only was the father a servant of God, but his son was also a servant of God. And the son told the Satan, if it pleases God that my father sacrifice me, then it pleases me to be sacrificed. So he went on up the mountain with his father. And when they got to the place of sacrifice, Hmm. The son said to the father, Father, where is the sheep?
1: Where is it? Where is it? Where
0: is it? Where is it? He said, Son, it is you. You, He said, Father, I am pleased. And he laid down. And as Abraham lifted the dagger to plunge it into the heart of his son, God stayed his hand and said, It's all right, Abraham. I just wanted to know, did you love your son more than you love me? Now that you've shown me, Abraham, that there's nothing of this world that you love more than you love me. As the Quran teaches, Allah said to Abraham, after he had tried him with certain commands, right, right. I'm gonna make you a leader of men. Right, right. You will be the friend of God. <laughs> Not the friend of the world, but you'll be the friend of God because you love God above all other things. Huh? And it marches all the way through the scriptures if any man or people is to be saved. Right. Huh? Yeah. Somebody has to make a sacrifice yes, to save others. Right. We are talking this month about Martin Luther King. Uh-huh. And we're talking about the love of freedom. Huh. But God will never give a people freedom until there are some men among that people who love freedom more than they love life. Right, right, right. We will never attain what we cherish never. unless we are willing to make a reasonable sacrifice. Yes, right. So Paul said to the Romans, All right. present your bodies. Right. I say to the church yes, and to black people yes, and to people of religion, oh, present your bodies to Almighty God that you are willing to sacrifice the lusts and the urges of the body to make your body a temple of the living God that we may bring about the fruition of his will if it means death if it means imprisonment if it means being hated for his name's sake all right we should say like Ishmael yes, sir. father if it pleases you huh? right. it pleases me also well now all of that sacrifice back there in the Genesis mm was to give us a sign of a sacrifice in the genesis of a new world order. Well, all right, all right, all right. Not the sacrifice of a sheep, huh. not the sacrifice of a, of a physical lamb, well. but the sacrifice of a man who is called the lamb of God, the first fruit of them that slept and the first begotten all of all the, all 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 the way. way. And so the second verse reads, and be not conformed to this world. Listen good, beloved. Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed Uh. by what means? Uh. By the renewal of your mind. Uh that you may prove, prove right right what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of god yes, you you gotta prove the will of god right. by the renewing of your mind yes sir not being conformed to the world no. but being transformed right. that is the need for discipline yes sir right right there right is <laughs> you know many of us are in the church it 's really a happy place it 's a place to leave the frustration of the world oh Lord, listen listen after five days of working in a field that you don 't love huh <laughs> beautiful medicine laboring and toiling and Misery and pain because you got a job that is not the gift of God to you, but it's what white folks and others say they need their slave to do for a season to give you the cheap little pay that you get that you may eke out some semblance of existence. And so you suffer daily scrubbing white folks' floors. Yes, sir. You suffer daily as a elevator operator Uh, or a typist in the office of some business executive that is a nasty-minded thing (laughs) or you teach in a school but you teach a doctrine that has no effect on the children or you're a politician in a political order that you know is not worth anything. Come on Or yeah, yeah, oh, you preach the word of God, devoid of the spirit, Come on. not really affecting the lives of the people whom you teach to bring them closer to God, but you put on a show yeah. and you make the Sunday morning worship, the nightclub on Sunday morning. But you're not transformed by your worship. But in your false worship of Almighty God, Uh if you look at your lives, your lives reflect we have conformed conformed to a world that is opposed to God, yes, that is right. opposed to Jesus, yes, that is opposed to the prophets, yes. that is opposed to your own freedom and liberation. On, we have bowed down like prostitutes yes, sir. and sold our souls yes, sir. on the altar of conformity yes. to a world of filth, evil, and indecency. Yes, sir. And we have given up in the struggle. But we assuage our guilt by making a joyful noise unto the Lord to hide a sorrowing soul. Come on, minister. The need for discipline, beloved. What a need. What a need. To be disciplined means to conform one's life yeah. to a body of knowledge. Huh? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Jesus' disciples were called disciples not because they praised Him. Huh? They were called disciples because they disciplined their lives yes, sir. Right, right. according to a body of knowledge right. that he brought to them yes, called the good news. Uh huh. That's terrible. Go ahead, minister. And because they were willing to be disciplined by a master teacher, oh, right. they brought their hands in line with his will. Yes, sir. Right. right. They brought their tongues in line yes, with his will. Yes, sir. yes. They wanted to fish as he saw Peter fishing by the wayside. Uh That's what they wanted to do, Uh but he said, come follow me. me. I'm going to make you a fisher of men. I got work for you to do, boy. Come on, James and John. Don't tarry. I got work for you to do. What work is that, boy? (laughs) What work is that, master? I want to make you into a god. Yes. Sir. You say this is sacrilege. Huh. My, my, my. What do you mean? Oh, <laughs> my, my. You refuse to recognize the divinity of yourself, and this is why you excuse your foolishness. Huh. You say. You say I'm only human. Huh. But so were all the prophets. I'm only human. So was Muhammad. I'm only human. So was Jesus. If you were an angel, the Quran teaches, I would have sent you an angel. But you are not angels. You are men. Therefore, I send you a man like yourself to be an example for you. (laughs) you. To look at Jesus and recognize his divinity and be blind to your own, is not to be able to follow him. That's powerful. To say Jesus is Lord and not know what Lord means. Oh, church, listen to your brother this morning. Lord, as they call him, Rabi, huh. yeah. Rabi in the Arabic, Rab, means one who nurtures, huh. Nourishes, huh. nourishes, feeds, huh. and causes a thing to grow, stage by stage, to evolve until it reaches its eventual perfection. If you said Jesus is Lord And you're the same negro, nigger And colored boy <laughs> That you were Before you met him You have not met him at all <laughs> You say that Jesus is Lord, and you are not evolving toward Him where your conduct, your speech, your actions reflect Him, then you do lie. You have not presented your body as a reasonable sacrifice. You've been jiving yourself. Jesus was to be an example of what human beings could attain if they submitted their will as he submitted his will to the Father. Jesus never said that I'm somebody that you can't be. He said, follow me, (laughs) that where I am you may be also. (laughs) You say, oh, no, I can't be like the master. Uh, But the master sacrificed his life that you and I could be transformed and renewed that his mind may be our mind, that his will may be our will, and that the plane that he exists on would be the heavenly plane that we exist on not after you are dead in the sky but right now right here on this earth you can live the kind of life that jesus lived you can make the impact on society that jesus made if you stop singing and shouting and do more praying and sacrificing of your bodies and renewing your mind and being transformed that you may prove the good and acceptable and perfect will of god now it is not right it is not meet, nor is it right that we should think more of ourselves than we should Some of us are crazy. Some of us are so arrogant. Some preachers, if you pardon me, who preach the word of God. Uh, arrogant peacock. They they preach God, but they have not learned the humility of that (laughs) man. And you call yourself a preacher? Go ahead, beloved. I don't throw stones. I love the ministers. I love the men who claim to be the men of God. And I know you have not had worthy examples. Therefore, you have been conformed by the examples that taught you in the theological cemeteries of the world. We were taught who never sacrificed their bodies oh, right. right to Almighty God? Yes, sir. We were taught by men who preached God, but who lived the life of the world. Oh, Come on, Mr. We were taught by men who blood, who sucked the blood God, of their innocent congregation, yes, who sought God relief in an oppressive world. Yes, yes. And we took their money and lived deliciously ah, while we right. never fed the flock the of God. These kind of men of God uh, are condemned in the light of Scripture. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And since we are men of God, come on, uh, we want to get out from under the chastisement yeah. that is about to come down on the false yeah. wicked hey. Wounds! Yeah. that are in sheep clothing, yeah. eating up the flock of Almighty God. <laughs>
1: Eat.
0: Eat. Eat. There's a need for discipline, say it. Say it. and no one needs it more than those of us who stand from these exalted places, to exalt men and women to the righteousness of God. Does not that also pertain to us? This Quran says, do you teach men that which you do not do? Uh Have you become such a fool (laughs) that you would guide men to the right path and don't walk in it yourself. Oh, beloved, just bear with me this morning. Because I have a lot on my chest, I must speak. And it's not for the family of Ward. But it's for all of the AME churches in America. It's for all of the Catholic churches, the Baptist churches, the churches of God in Christ. It is for every man and woman that believes in God. To be conformed means... To be formed, formed the past participle of the verb to form. To form means to shape, to mold. But it's not you doing the shaping, it is not you doing the molding, it is somebody shaping you. It is somebody molding you. Come on! When you go to school, the school's mold. Right. When you go to church, the church is mold. Right. When you join the society, the society mold. Right. Right. The question is, are we being molded by God? Right. Or are we being molded by the world? Yes, sir. <laughs> Everybody huh? yes. all right? Yes, sir. All right. All right. You know it's hot in here, but there's a hotter day coming if you. Right. don't... Yeah. The message. <laughs> Listen, beloved. Well, long, well, long. Please bear with your brother. <laughs> right with you and know that I love you, yes, sir. Lord, uh, and it is not my desire to hurt you. No, huh. no. It is not my desire to offend you, no, no, sir. No. for the scripture teaches that he who offends not in word is a perfect man. Huh. I'm far from perfect myself. Yes, sir. But I'm striving huh, right, right. for that perfection yes, because I know it can be attained. Huh, right. How do you know? Huh. He said so. Right, he said no. right. right, He said. And he don't lie. Huh. Right. Bear with me. Oh, come on, man. The scripture says, be not conformed to this, this world. Huh. Some of the scholars say. The Hebrew word means to this age. Huh? That's right. That's what it says. An age is a period of time. Huh? <laughs> what period of time? <laughs> the time given to this world. Oh God. As the honorable Elijah Muhammad taught us. Hmm. Your Bible in the book of Genesis says, six days. <laughs> Shall you labor uh-huh. but in the seventh day uh-huh. you gotta rest uh-huh. the seventh day that's the sabbath uh-huh. i want you to keep it holy. Uh-huh. what are you talking about farrakhan uh-huh. i want you to bear with your little muslim brother uh-huh. and from this day forward whenever you hear the word muslim uh-huh. don't you think that's some heathen person uh-huh. but a muslim A Muslim is not a disbeliever in Jesus. That's right. That's right. A Muslim is not a disbeliever in God. God. The word Muslim is an Arab word, but it means one who submits his will entirely, not partly, not three quarters of the way, but entirely, not to talk the will, but to do. The will of God. That means in English, a righteous person. (laughs) Ah, 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 ah. (laughs) Say, well, you're a (laughs) Muslim. And I'm a Christian. (laughs) I don't know nothing about no more happy. (laughs) <laughs> and if it ain't Jesus, don't bring it to me
1: <laughs>
0: Wait just a moment yes. The word Muhammad means yes. One worthy of praise on. And one praise much on. When you say praise him Glorify him you are saying in English what we say in Arabic Muhammad we say in Arabic alhamdulillah praise belongs to God so when you hear the word Muhammad you are hearing about someone whom God sent into the world to do a work that was praiseworthy that would be praised throughout the ages my, 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 my. Lord, my, well I don't know about you huh Come on. but I see Jesus as Muhammad yes, sir. Yes, sir. I don't know about you yes, but I see Jesus as a man worthy of praise yes, sir. Right. and on. I see Jesus as a man that should be praised yes, sir. Yes, sir. So you see, we're not as far apart as you think. Uh, let's move on. Let's move on. Now what about this world? What's wrong with this world that Paul said to the Romans, be ye not conformed to this world. What's the matter with the world? What's wrong with the institutions of the world? That we should not allow them to mold us nor our children. I want you to bear with me now. Everybody all right? This world begins with a man named Adam. Right. Right. Adam was given specific instructions to discipline himself by. God said to Adam, eat of the fruit of the tree of this garden, but this tree in the midst of the garden, don't eat it. Go not
1: near it.
0: Don't touch it. Leave it alone. These are clear instructions. I made you. I brought you out of nothing. I made you from dust. Who should you obey? Your desires or my will? All right, Adam. Mm. Do as I commanded you. I see you alone. Mm. You need help. Well. So I'm going to make a woman for you. Tell the story. I'm going to take her from you, out of you, and put her by your side. Not as a plaything, not to satisfy your carnal pleasure, but I'm giving it to you to help you meet your obligation to me. meet. Help you, Adam, to meet your obligation. I'm giving you a woman. I don't want her to be rebellious because as I'm your head, Adam, I'm making you the head of Eve. As Christ is the head of man, man is the head of a woman. I don't want you to be a rebel woman. I want you to submit to the man that I made you for, and I made you from. I don't want you to conform your way, but I want you to obey Adam. And Adam, I want you to obey me. I remember my instructions, Adam. Then Adam walked away, doing his work, dressing the God. Dressing God. And then a serpent came up to Eve. Hey, baby. (laughs) Now, you know serpents can't talk. (laughs) And you know if a serpent came up to Eve, she'd be still running in the garden. So the word serpent... Is symbolic oh, 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 oh. because serpents don't talk, <laughs> but men yeah. with a serpent like mine, yeah. a devious mind yeah. that want to put their will over on God's will. Right. 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 In the absence of Eve's protector, yeah. the serpent caused her to yield, yeah. right. but he did it by deceit. Huh. He didn't say, girl, Disobey God, huh? He made it much more subtle than that. He said, Did God tell you not to eat?
1: Right. (laughs) Right.
0: Oh, shucks, girl. (laughs) God didn't mean that you would surely die, He meant that your eyes would come open. That's what He said. Yeah. Yeah. So He was making a subtle suggestion that God was trying to keep or that Adam and God was trying to keep Eve blind. Huh. Good God Almighty. See, women today... Beloved sister, just bear with me. <laughs> 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 women believe God, that God made some kind of mistake. Good God, And the evil suggestion of the evil suggestors is that woman was made some slave for man, but that man was not made a slave of God. Is it wrong to serve? If man is made to serve God, and woman is made to serve God through man. Is it wrong for a woman to serve a man if the man is a servant of God? No. Now the church is filled with women. You find very few men in the church. Why is the church filled with women? Huh. You mean men don't worship God? Huh. The Bible says, and the hadith of Muhammad bears witness yes. that the road to heaven had many men on it, and every once in a while there was a woman. Why is the church filled with women and no men? Huh. Why are the men in the street and not in the church? Come on, Tell it. Tell it. Tell it. Tell it. I don't want you to start saying. Hey. now you can do that if you want to but you're not going to stop me from saying what i have to say because you don't pay my salary Come on, minister. And I'm not looking for nothing from none of you. My reward comes from God. And I am satisfied that if I offend you by telling you the truth, that's not my fault. But if what I say offends you, then you better check yourself out. Because, wait a minute, the Christ that you're talking about. He's on his way, and I'll tell you, 99 and 9 tenths percent of you will not be accepted by him on his return. (laughs) 99 and 9 tenths percent of the churches, he'll burn them because they're filled with hope. Yes, I'm talking. They're filled with prostitutes. They're filled Hey. Oh, yeah. They're filled with fornicators. Oh, yeah. They're filled with homosexuals. Oh, yeah. They're filled with freaks of every kind. Oh, yeah. How in the hell can you tell us you are looking and looking for Christ's return and not being conscious of what he wants and expects of us on his return? Come on. Yes, sir. Come on. Come on. Come on. Now, look, if I get in your chest, it ain't me getting in your chest. Uh-huh. It's God getting in your chest and I say this ministers of the gospel of almighty God Come. don't you be weak in preaching the word of God right. because the scripture tells you and me Come. that if the people sin Come. and you don't want them right. in their sin right. God will require it right. he will kill them and require it at your hand right. Right. so what do you mean You don't want to tell the congregation what the Word of God says because you're afraid they're going to leave your church and run to the church of another wicked preacher down the street. The question is, do you want what is right? And do you wanna be acceptable by the Christ that you say you believe in? But I know most of you are liars. You don't believe in Christ if Christ makes a demand on your life. The reason you fill the church is because nobody making a demand on you. You do as you please. You come as you want to come, Good God. and you bring yourself, and we bring our filth, huh, into the house of God. Right and then we corrupt others huh. who would be touched by the spirit and want to do right huh. somebody will try and corrupt them and said don't worry huh. god is going to forgive you jesus paid it all huh. yes he paid it all for you to be able to walk the king's highway and evolve into him but he didn't pay it all for you to be a freak for you to be a dope pusher huh. a dope user and think that he's gonna accept you I wonder do you preach like this in your congregation? You better believe it. Honorable Elijah Muhammad wouldn't have it no other way. And unless we make our lives conform to the law and will of God, he punishes us according to the law of God. And that's given to you in the New Testament of the Scripture. You are not supposed to keep company with fornicators and adulterers. And if they will not change their conduct, you are to remove them from the church. That's right. This is your work that you and I have to present to Christ. This is our work that we have to present to God. God. And when he judges, if you can't present to him men and women who have made a reasonable sacrifice, following your example of righteousness, then suppose he turn you down and say, what kind of house do you have there? A house full of freaks, who think they can bring some money and pay their way, but the kingdom of God you can't pay your way in. You gotta work your way in. You gotta sacrifice your way. In. And the biggest sacrifice is not jumping on somebody else. The biggest sacrifice is to say to yourself that you and I have sinned. Yes? And I need to get my act together. Come on, That's right. Because all the signs tell me his return is nigh. Everybody alright? All right. All right. Please don't be conformed to this world because Eve ate the fruit of disobedience and fed the fruit of disobedience to Adam so that a world of disobedience Uh came in and they were deprived of the Garden of Eden. The Garden of Eden don't mean just a garden where there's lots of luscious, luxuriant flowers and trees but a garden is that way because there's the presence of the water of life running under the earth and around the earth feeding the seeds making them to grow a garden is a fertile delightful spot look 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 beloved When you break your obedience to the will of God, you are driven from the garden of paradise. Paradise is not necessarily material. Paradise manifests materially, but it starts spiritually with your mind. If you have peace and contentment of mind, then you've got peace and you're in the garden right. and you can produce paradise in your home. Yes. You can produce it in your community. Yes. But when Adam disobeyed Lord. and God came back, he heard the footsteps. Yes. You said? See? Check it out. Yes. He didn't see the person he heard the walk.
1: Yes. <laughs> now
0: check, check out. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful, man. Now, just like Adam heard God, uh-huh. see the footsteps of God's coming, that okay. is in the prophet's predictions yes. of the time and what we should expect. Huh? Uh-huh. And if you read your Bible and read your Holy Quran, you can hear the foot of God. Uh-huh. He's on his way. Uh-huh. And the kingdoms of the world ain't saying, joy to the world, they are wailing and weeping and there's gnashing of teeth because they have not obeyed His command. They know that He's on His way to destroy their world and to destroy those who love the world above obedience to His will. I'll get to that in a minute. Now, I know you're tired. You see, some of you are already so angry, you wish that I would have finished 10 minutes ago, so you could say, boy, didn't he rap? But I'm not here for a rap. I'm here to get you out of a rap, and to wrap you up. In the salvation of God that you claim you want huh. right, right. but you cannot get it the way you're going yeah. the church can't get it the huh. way the church is going huh. oh pastors oh bishops huh. oh men of God I warn you in the name of Allah huh. okay his chastisement is about to overtake the church. Because the scripture tell you, when he returned, the first place he starts chastisement is right there in his own house. Because his house has become full of hypocrisy. Now listen, hear it now, brothers and sisters. Adam rebelled, Eve rebelled, and a whole world of rebellion came into existence. God sent the prophets oh, God. and they brought a law so that men who rebelled could reform by being transformed Christ, Christ. in the renewing of their mind by the law and the word and the rules of God. Yes, sir. But the men of the world hate righteous men. The people of the world don't love God's men. No. Because they don't want nobody to make a demand on their lives. Right, right. Ain't nobody got to tell me what to do. Well. But you just processed your hair. Right. And on that bottle of madness, there is. Directions. Come on. And I'm sure. I'm sure you followed those directions so that your curls may come out just right. Some of you some of you dyed your hair. But they say how to do it. Follow these directions. (laughs) Come on with it. You bought an automobile, and there was a booklet made by the 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 makers and fashioners of that automobile. And if you're running according to these rules and regulations, you will extend the life of your car. That's right. How come you follow directions for everything else? But when it comes to the directions for our life, we say that the sovereign of the universe don't have any right to tell us how to live the life that he gave us. And then you wonder why you checking off the earth at 45, 46, 47, high blood pressure, stress, palpitation of the heart, arthritis, lumbago, can't walk up to the store, swelling in your knees. Oh, swelling in your joint. Yeah. and she died at the age of 47, huh. he died at the age of 53, huh. he died at the age of 60, huh. or 70, huh. now, huh. when the prophets, the old yes, ancients, lived 400, huh. 500, huh. 600, huh. 700, huh. 800, yes, 900 years, huh. you can can't make a hundred. Why? Because you're right? No, because you live in a world that is disobedient and rebellious to the laws of life. So to live in a world like this is stress. And the stress now that this world is closing down is so heavy till heart attack is the number one killer. Why is your heart? Bailey. The book says, Come on, Mrs. you will see signs in the sun, the moon, and the stars, yes, the sea, and the waves roaring, huh. and men's hearts failing them with fear for what they see coming upon the earth. Huh. The whole world now huh. is preparing for war, huh. though the garden of paradise huh. represented peace. Huh. Every nation is arming itself to the teeth. Yes. Every people on earth is buying guns though they don't have adequate food. Why? This is the day of war. The Pope can pray for peace if he want to. But this scripture said there'll be no peace for the wicked. This world is to be put to the sword, and it's happening right now. While we sing in praising God, God, the angry one, who said I have for a long time, holding my peace. Now I'm going to cry out like a woman in travail. I'll be like a man treading the wine press. All alone, treading down the wicked in my fury. My garments stained with the blood of the wicked. Now he's sending wind. He's sending rain. He's sending snow and earthquake and flood and pestilence and disease and war and rumors of war. And the book said this is just the beginning of sorrow. Can't you see? Can't you hear the footsteps? Yes, sir. He's on his way back. How do you know? How do you look? Huh. Are you naked? Huh. No. And how did you know you were
1: naked? Huh.
0: <laughs> look at you. On, Rebels. Huh. All of us. Huh. Rebels. Yes, Rebel. right. Against the will of God. Mm. Come on, minister. This world killed prophets. Because huh. <laughs> they didn't want to submit. Right. That's right. This world killed every strong and righteous man that ever stood up in our midst for freedom. Huh. This world killed them. Right. 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 Now, if this world will kill simple men huh. who ask for freedom, huh. do you think this world wanted you? Huh to be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Talk back to me. All right, I want you to listen. I'm almost finished. Come on, take your time. Take time. God, oh, God, oh, God. The need for discipline.
1: Right, right.
0: The world is rebellious. Yes, sir. And the rebellion of the world means the death of the spirit. Yes when you rebel against god Mm -hmm. you live by the law of the flesh Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and therefore you die spiritually Mm -hmm. in the wisdom and power of god that is your power you are a powerless people Uh. and the world of the white man that we admire Uh. is powerless today to solve its problems Mm -hmm. because they can't get up Mm -hmm. over their problem Mm -hmm to reach God, he set his hand against them. You better know it, you better understand it. The white man's world is coming down. Not coming down, it's not coming down because it's good, it's coming down because it is evil. You say, well, what about all the other worlds? They are helping to tear his world down. And their world is going to be torn down, and just the kingdom of God will remain. Those of us who can get through.
1: Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
0: You know, oh Lord, there's so much. Uh-huh. The honorable Elijah Muhammad said to us yes, sir. that the first law of the universe is motion. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And the second law of the universe is order. When you put something into motion, but don't bring that motion into order, then the very motion out of order is destructive to the motion itself. Life is made to be ordered. You live on a planet that you came up out of, and soon shall return into. And this planet, as the honorable Elijah Muhammad teaches us, is 196 million 940 thousand square miles, with 57 million 255 thousand square miles coming up out of water, and 139 million 685 thousand square miles of water. It has a weight of six sextillion tons, huh. yeah. and it moves at the speed of one thousand thirty-seven and a third miles per hour, revolving, rotating on its axis, huh. yeah. right. giving you a day of twenty-four hours or twenty-three minutes, uh, 40, 23 hours, fifty-six minutes, and forty-six seconds. Right, now, this planet is so dependable hmm, right. that you can. Measure time by its movement because it's never late, it's always on time because it bows to a law. You today squeeze some orange juice into your mouth. Come on, the orange obeyed a law and grew and evolved and developed. And you squeeze the juice of obedience to give life to your body, which was made to obey God. But then you use the energy of an obedient planet, of an obedient universe, to carry out your rebellion against God's will. (laughs) a need for discipline. There's a need for order in our lives. But we unfortunately have conformed to the world. Beloved sisters, if Jesus came today and saw you with a dress on, up Near your thighs. You. Right. How would Jesus look at you? If Jesus came back and saw you with tight jaw-dash jeans on oh, yeah. with your private parts exposed in the public. Man, say it. how would Jesus look at you? Uh-huh. I'm just asking a question. If Jesus came back, uh-huh. and saw us with an arm full of degrees, yeah. red back in our chair with our cigar in our mouth, yeah. fire on one end and a fool on the other, yeah. a lawyer, a lawyer that robs his clients, right? But comes to church and pays 10% of what he robbed from the poor. A doctor that's a bloodsucker of the poor. But come to church and give a tithe. How would Jesus look at it? Huh? Come on now, let's Thank talk. You you. Come on. Thank you. Who have you conformed to? Huh? Are you really the people of Jesus Christ? Huh? Oh. Or are you the people of the world? Good. Huh? Yeah. good question. You and I have been conformed to the white man's way of life. Yeah. Yeah. Not to the way of life of Jesus Christ. Huh? Yeah. Right. Listen to me good now. Uh-huh. The will of the white man. Oh, you listen to me good. You were educated by the white man to pledge allegiance to his flag, but not to give your life to God. Give your life to America, but not to God. America hasn't been right since the day she was founded Why are you letting that man in this
1: house? Hey.
0: Lord, the FBI gonna come down on all of us. Hey. Well, now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Do you fear men or do you fear God? You huh. go. I, I, should I hold my mouth in fear of the white man and what he can do? Huh what does your scripture tell you Fear not the man that can kill the body but fear that one who can kill both the body and the soul so the wicked white man may kill my flesh but what my life lived for he can never kill that it will rise up again and strangle him in the mind of a baby, yeah. or anyone who would hear the Word yeah. of God and be transformed yeah. by the renewing of his mind. Well, oh. I'm America had never been right from the day it was founded. Yeah. America was founded oh. Oh. Yeah. on the murder of Indians yeah. and the robbery of their country. Yeah. America was founded on the bringing out of Africa. I want you to listen to me good. Of Millions, tens of millions, hundreds of millions of our poor black fathers and mothers, and you sit at your television, huh? and you let Jewish people tell you about their holocaust, and you sit and you cry, and you weep, and you say, Lord, what a terrible man Hitler was. I ask you to compare 6 million Jews to 150 million black men, women, and children who lost their lives. I knew he would be teaching hate. Oh, stop it. I don't have any time to ask you to hate anybody, but I only have time to remind you as all intelligent men and women do, the Jews remind their people of their suffering so that they will never let it happen again. I must remind you of what we've been through so that you in your foolish ignorance won't let it happen again. Look at these little black babies. Look at these little black children of ours. What kind of future have you prepared for them? Are you going to leave them in the hands of the murderers of our people, or are you going to take them out of the hands of the murderers? No. No, beloved. This world, this world, America was founded in rebellion to the law of God and America consecrated her murder of us Uh and made it holy by saying in their constitution that we were three-fifths of a human being by by taking what God had made whole and human, relegating us to a subhuman role, then they could sell my father and yours, rape my mother and yours, hitch our babies to the plow. And even though God brought us from the womb of our mother into a universe of knowledge, Our slave master didn't want us to know anything. So the Bible was locked by so-called Christians. Yes, sir. So that our fathers couldn't read the book. Hear me, beloved. They locked the Bible. Wouldn't let our fathers read the Bible. There was no such thing as a holy Quran for us. History tells us. Roots. Yes. Tells us yes. that we had a different name yes. back home. Yes. Yes. We weren't Johnson, Jones, Smith, O'Reilly, Washington, yes. Muddy Waters, Clearwater, Jackson, Brown. Yes. 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 History tells us we had a name of our father. We spoke the language of our people, now the language is gone, the name is gone, the culture is gone. Why? Because you are motherless children, a long, long way from home. History tells us that our fathers, they didn't know too much about Jesus. Uh, in West Africa. No, right, they didn't. Right, right, right. Yeah. That's right. They were either in what we call African religion uh-huh. or some of our fathers had been touched by the religion of Islam. Uh-huh. And some of those early slaves yeah. would cry out, u Akbar, Allah yeah. u Akbar. God is the greatest. I bear witness, there is no God but Allah. When the slave master who had fought with Muslims in the Caribbean had fought with the maroons, had fought with our fathers in South America. Those who had Islam, they would fight because they didn't fear death, nor did they fear life. They lived only for Allah. They lived only for his will. So whenever there was a Muslim slave, he would separate that Muslim from his other brothers, like he separated Kunta Kinte Wanted to call him Toby <laughs> Until a whole people grew up Without their language without their religion without their name without their God, but you can't take God away from the black man right, right, Because God was never given to us in a book God God was given to us in the nature in which he created us. When our old mothers and fathers in slavery looked up and saw the change of the seasons, when they saw the sun rise and saw the sunset, they knew that there was a bigger power than the white man. And they knew that their change one day would come. So they toiled from can't see morning to can't see night knowing that one day my change is gonna come the white man had his church Uh and he had his religion Uh and he had his cross Uh and he had transformed Uh the image the true image of Jesus Uh to make it look like him Uh he made a blonde hair Uh blue eye white face Jesus When the scripture tell you that Jesus had hair like lamb wool and he had feet like brass burning in an but they didn't want the slave to know that the Lord himself was one of them. Hide his identity, just like he hid our identity. Don't let the nigger read. Don't let the nigger learn. We'll. Let the nigger stay in the field and work, so the organ was grinding, and white folks was singing nearer my God to thee, (laughs) but there's a kingdom over there, and black folk would be out in the field singing. Everybody talking about heaven ain't going (laughs) there. people seem to know that the man that preached heaven with a wicked heart wasn't going there our fathers who used to send messages with the drum in africa and white folk thinking the niggas is just drumming were sending messages they outlawed the drum in america so blessed be our fathers they took songs and they said swing laws come coming for to carry me home i looked over jordan and what did i see coming for to carry me home they said don't be bold huh Don't be so revolutionary. Just steal away. (laughs) Steal on the way to Jesus you're going because they don't want you to find Jesus. Huh. So just steal away. Yeah. Oh my God, He calls me. Yeah. He calls me by the thunder. Yeah. I think I hear Him calling. Yeah. Within my soul, I know yeah. I ain't got long yeah. to stay here. Yeah. 300 years later white folks said the niggers got to be free but not free indeed free from our hands old slick abraham lincoln care whether you remain slave or free. Right, 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 right. What he wanted was the preservation of the Union. Right. And if to preserve the Union of America by letting you free would do it, he let you free. Right. But if keeping you a slave would preserve the Union, he keeps you a slave. Right. Finally, white folks, it dawned on them. On. My niggas are gonna be free. Yeah. But I don't really want them free. (laughs) (laughs) But they love God. So I'm going to let my niggers have a church. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now this is a critical part of our subject. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now remember, you couldn't read the Bible Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. till the late 1700s. Mm -hmm. Uh It was against the law. Mm -hmm. A few years later, you were declared free. Mm -hmm. Now the white man didn't want you to read too much of the Old Testament. -hmm. That's right. That's right. Which the New Testament is built up on. That's right. right. He wanted you to read that part Master be good, or servant be obedient to your master. Right, right, right. And if they smack you on one cheek, Uh remember now, (laughs) turn up. Why he was training you to tear each other's cheek up. He didn't want you to get on his cheek. If they take your coat, go on and give them your pants. If they mess over you, just pray for them. Don't resist them, just pray for them. See, he didn't want you to become true servants of Jesus. He wanted you to be Conform. He wanted to conform you to his word, that you would be a better tool of service for your slave master. But this time, you're a slave in the name of Jesus. He never gave you Jesus to make you righteous, because he didn't care nothing about you being righteous. He just didn't want you to steal from him. He had a slave code of laws where the black woman was only to be a prostitute, right? and the black man was just to be a stud. And even though you go to church today, You still have the mind of a stud. You want to go through every woman that presents herself. And even those that don't present themselves, you present yourself to them. You got a stud horse mentality. Look at you, black man. You're a big, overgrown dummy. I'm sorry. In the house of God. How could you be dumb in God's house? If the wisdom of God were being fed to your crazy head. How come birds have nests? How come foxes have holes? But how come these sons of men don't have a place that they can call their own to lay their head? How come you're looking for the white man? to do for you what you and I could unite and do for ourselves. (laughs) How come? (laughs) Hear me out. How come, black brother, you're filling these sisters with babies (laughs) and running off and leaving them? Letting the government take care of them everybody I had a fine time last night Uh with that you know what Uh calling her a female dog take her body deceive her and tell her you love her but all you love is the pleasure that her body gives you but you don't understand the power that God put in her mind Because you never have reached her mind. You're only interested in reaching something else. You've been conformed to the world. The schools have not changed you. I'm sorry, Reverend, but the churches have have not changed the people of God. The politicians have not changed the people of God. The people of God are in the mud and the filth. And the squalor of their servitude slavery. They have not been changed. But how will they be changed? changed? But when white folks looked in the black church, they saw black men and women praising God and praising Jesus. They saw us wrapped up in a word, because we didn't have no luxury. Yes sir. We had a shack. We had the roughness of clothes.) but we felt rich because we knew that Jesus was a deliverer. We knew that Jesus was a savior. White folks gave us the word, they didn't think themselves that there was too much power in it because they had corrupted it themselves. When King James rewrote the book out of the original tongue, a wicked demon trying to keep the wisdom of the scripture away from the masses of the people he had it confounded by a poetic language that the common man would never read the scripture and fully understand the depth of its meaning so after he had translated it out of its original tongues Hebrew and Arabic and diligently compared and revised it then he gave us his version of the truth But even with his version, uh-huh. I mean, we begin reading, uh-huh. and black folk begin getting spirit. Uh-huh. And even though we went through the worst form of slavery ever visited on a human being in uh-huh. the annals of history, uh-huh. if it were not for our faith in God, uh-huh. we couldn't have made it. Uh-huh. But after we got further up the road, the church. That was our only refuge, huh. begin to settle back now <laughs> huh. and get complacent. Huh. Yeah. It was the church that gave us that church. Huh. Yeah. It was the Bible that gave us that turn. Yeah. Huh. It was the church and the Bible that gave us Denmark beast. Huh. Yeah. It, huh. yeah. it was the church and the Bible that gave us Sojourner Truth. Huh. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It was the church and the bible that gave us david walker it was the church and the bible that gave us adam clayton Powell. it was the church and the bible that gave us martin luther king there's power in the word but when men rose up to preach the word rightly they were cut down Oh, but look, look at Richard Allen, the founder of this church. That great and beloved servant of Almighty God knew that religion needed to be revived. He knew that the church wasn't serving the purpose for which it was intended. So Richard Allen wanted a meaningful church. A church that would look after the needs of the people. Uh, So Richard Allen founded the African Methodist Episcopal Church. And he made it a great church that served the needs of the people. It was a revolutionary church. But the church has veered off the course of its founder. Oh, yes, it has. That's right. That's right. And now the church, the church, the church has floundered on the rocks of despair. And you've become a house, yes, of hand clapping, of singing beautiful songs, but you don't carry the meaning of church out of the church into the street.